Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Tubi Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Tubi Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and Tubi, Tubi, Too, and this is the, the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Well, I'll be everybody. Oh, man. Hello, hello. It's your good friend, Brand Dan Alonzo, with you on another Monday to break down a movie, a Christmas movie, from a, a network that we didn't get to last year. We did. We watched a Tubi movie last year, didn't we? I'm just saying. We not didn't, we not didn't, during the season. Yeah, I got you. But we, uh, we got to the network last year. We didn't get to the previous year. It's I'm just a saying. Movie we didn't get to last what year. What we're doing now from is. From a network we did get to. Yes. Correct. I think that was two years ago, actually, that we did wow. a TV movie that they, they premiered in their like hot June or something. That's right. That's <laughs> right. It's a classic hot June situation. It's a hot yeah, well, June like, situation. Everybody could do Christmas in July, but only Tubi was doing hot June. <laughs> hot, That's exactly right. June. They haven't done any more, I don't think. So no, I guess I don't it think so. didn't yeah, work. But didn't we do, what was it, to be or not to be? Or yeah, well, we'll get to, there. To be, uh, to be some, continued? Some things, I don't know. Some things just write themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Tell Make it easy for us. Oh, my gosh. Um, Alonzo, hi. How are you? Hello. Uh, I'm good. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, it is still quite uh, chilly in Los Angeles. Are you, now, did are you, you, how are you dealing any, with the snow? Did you get snow? We did not get snow where we are, <sighs> but like friends of mine who live in Palm Springs were posting some rather distressing looking um, <laughs> Facebook or uh, Instagram stories. And I know people driving like on the five going through the mountains. It was getting kind of hairy up there. So here it's just been actually, and I should say this, a, a friend of mine who is currently working on the Paramount lot, which is not that far from me, did see snow the other day. Wow. wow. So you were you were close to snow. Uh, yeah, it was snow adjacent, but like, you know, welcome to the end times, everybody. So that's about like as California much, is not ready for this at all. That's about as much snow as, as we got this year. Um, but yeah. also, yeah, in Southern California, it only rains like a few days a year. Snow, it's crazy out there. Yeah, no, it's banana pants. And the rain has been quite heavy and like with accompanied by a lot of wind. So it's just, <laughs> we're all, we're all uh, buckling down and waiting for the trumpets, you know, as, <laughs> as, as you should, yeah. as you should. Yeah. Um, yeah, no snow here at all this year. And I don't think it it's tough. coming. It and tough. I, yeah. you know, I, I try to be positive. I try to be a positive person and I try to, <laughs> until it comes to no snow, until it comes yeah. to no snow. And yeah. then it's like, what's the point of any of this? If we don't get snow, <laughs> like I go through the struggles of life. Yeah. I have problems just like everybody else, but I know the snows are coming. Yeah, so, yeah. Sunday's coming. <laughs> I, I, you, it's, it's yet another way that you are very similar to my six year old son. Uh, <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. No, that's the biggest going to be snow again. That's yeah. right. Oh, he, Every day, is he th he thinks it's going to snow, and I have bad news for him. You're going. You were in shorts to school today, kid. Probably not snowing. I will say, speaking of shorts, uh, I I don't want to make any promises for the rest of the year. But I uh, are you teasing that you're going to be wearing shorts? No, I'm you're just trying to get people to watch Philo. Well, no, this, this is li li this is <laughs> literally what I'm getting stems? at. In our office, we have Philo going all the time. Philo TV, so TTH, and we have our show on, and it's wonderful. And um. Um, but sometimes we go back to like, you know, summertime of yeah. last year and we are, we're rocking shorts. Yeah, we are. And 
I don't think we should. Someone should have told us. <laughs> no one. To. No one uh, told us. Hey, nobody said you're on TV. This is a bad look. Hey, boys, don't do it. Yeah. So I I don't want to make any promises, but I I do think you'll see less leg. This yes, year. you're going to see less 2023 leg than 2022 leg. Look, someone out there is enjoying it. So unless you you're getting so? actual, you think, you, think you know that for a fact? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, think, I think statistically speaking, yes. Every, and then also, yeah. if nobody actually complained, then you know everybody is for somebody. But our legs are for nobody. I think is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. even our wives would be like, "Oh gosh, yeah, like what are you doing? Cover them up." So. I, I and I just want to apologize, and I will say another reason to sign up for Philo is you will not see our bare legs. That's right. Well, so. here, here come the emails now with more leg, please. Listen, yeah, just let, you watch. Let, I, I'm, I'm. This is kind of a humble brag, I think. That's really. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right we now. want people to notice our our tone. Must don't had, make us show leg. I had someone in in the gas in a gas station oh, tell me I had uh, <laughs> I had nice legs. That is a true story. In a gas station, a woman came up to me as I'm getting a Diet Coke, and I'm wearing shorts. Was it the Sphinx and, down there? Yeah, it certainly was. Statistically speaking, that person was high. <laughs> I've been to that Sphinx they many had times. To. They had to There's have no way they were not on There's some sort no of something. There's no way they had. No. That's, you're, could right, I, you're right. Could I survey some friends and find someone who objectifies Daniel? I bet you I could. Oh, boy. Let's not. Just put that out there. <laughs> Listen. Survey some friends. <laughs> it's a new uh, podcast we're starting called Survey Some Friends. we we're finding the biggest uggos, and we're like, we found someone <laughs> that will objectify you. You bet. How many episodes would it take, Dan, oh, for us to find someone? Stop it! Stop we it! We bring it. We have a hundred people in a room. We bring them in one by one. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas comes in with a laser pointer. Uh, and I uh, that Man. reference is great um, a christmas number one is the movie that we're talking about today now the christmas number two is a different story yeah. altogether. <laughs> that's on 3b <laughs> oh my gosh um this first aired on the sky network in the uk there were a bunch of hallmark movies that were a christmas number two <laughs> this was originally uh, a, a, a 2021 movie on the sky network in the uk it, ma it made its way over the pond uh, also known as across the pond this way though you guys get it it made its debut in the u.s on november 7th on tubi and it went a little something like this uh meg works uh with musicians and is being sent across the pond that way uh to work with this popular group uh we meet this uh this little british girl her british. name his name her name's nina but she's got a german accent too yeah yeah she it's can both both hands. Both hands. Oh, yes. here comes the cavalcade of brand voices <laughs> knocked um <laughs> <What is> knocked <laughs> nine there it, is. there it is. <laughs> Night. Guys, yeah, that's what that's what three say. years of high school German will get you. <laughs> Mixing up you know what? the word you, no. You, you got that out of the deal and lost quinceanera. That's exactly All right. you had to do was take three years of Spanish yeah. and you'd have been fine. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Mm. So you know why I picked German, right? It was the class you could cheat in. Yes, you've told yeah. me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain's a cheater. Uh, is, is it cheating if they let you? I don't know. Um, so we uh, meet across. We we go across the pond. We meet Nina. Nina is quite the hoot. 
Uh, she makes videos and whatnot, and she uh, loves her uncle Blake. Blake is a pretty lousy uh, rock band guy who uh, is trying to make it by competing in Battle of the Bands, a battle of the band that Meg happens to be at, um, and he accidentally hits her face with his guitar, but accidentally uh, bumps her and uh, spills uh, her drink all over. It's a mess. Uh, he comes over after the show to say sorry, and she's like, your band sucks. I'm a big deal. I know. Uh, you're awful. You should give up. Um, Nina is a big fan of the group that Meg manages now called Five Together. Five Together. Uh, not it, Five Forever. It took us, I don't know. Girls Five Ever. Uh, <laughs> I didn't it, watch that. I'm not watching It took that. nine oh, or ten times of them saying the band name for us to finally say okay we are confident that it is five together um but uh, meg kind of hates her life hates that group is not excited about the move uh when she gets there she's told by the record label that the group needs to put out a christmas number one uh we're only 80 days until christmas so she better get moving we are told very suddenly and without warning and i would have appreciated a heads up that nina is uh she has cancer Terminal and cancer. is not yes. going to make it to christmas it's just right they just tell us uh and blake is not handling it well nina is like stop writing your awful rock music and write me a nice christmas song so he works really hard and finally comes up with something that he likes and nina loves it meg has been on the look out for uh the first bit on the look <laughs> For the perfect cook, for the for the perfect Christmas song for the 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 five together band to to do, Um, and she it's no nothing's good, Uh, but she stumbles upon the song that Nina posts on the line and is like this is the one, so she goes to find the songwriter and is shocked to find out that it is Blake, the guy that hit her with a guitar at the battle of the bands that she hated, Um, and he's like no way I'm not giving my song to five together, but Nina is like yes you are I love five together. And Blake is like, okay, I guess we are. But I have one condition. All of the money is going to help uh, with the the children's uh, cancer hospital or research of some sort. Um, It's all going to charity is what you need to know. And Nina is like, also, my uncle needs to produce the song. And Meg reluctantly agrees to both of those conditions. Uh, So they get in the studio and Blake absolutely hates what uh, Five Together is doing to the song. And Five Together absolutely hate what Blake is bringing to the table. Uh, But you know who who ends up not hating each other is Blake and Meg. They go from little, I don't like you, to um, do you want to go to a heavy metal concert and spend the night talking and waking up next to each other uh, and uh, doing extracurriculars? Um, and I believe uh, the phrase is sexy time. Sexy yeah, time. Let's not act like we're not going to say sexy time. Uh, there's sexy time. We don't, okay. we, I, we assume sexy time because they wake up the next morning next to each other. She wakes up surprised that he is there, forgets that he's there, punches them right in the face. Uh, so things are going fantastic um the song is done blake finds out that the money is not actually going to charity because the five together guys 
tell him while they are peeing next to each other, as you do. Um, and they, uh, he gets really mad. He assumes that Meg knew this piece of information. Meg yeah. did not know this piece of information. It's what you call a classic misunderstanding. Uh, he gets home and his female bandmate is there. She's sad after a breakup. He lets her spend the night there. Meg comes the next morning and guess who opens the door? It's that 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 woman. Um, and she's basically I don't know her name. Yeah. Does anyone? Katya, I think. Katya. Katya. Can't believe I forgot that. Um, Gaia. Gaia. <laughs> <Caught> <laughs> um, so Meg assumes that Blake has moved on. Candy. Uh, Sorry, I was wrong. Candy. Candy. Candy Katya. Candy with a K. I just, yeah. Gaia. Yeah, yeah. Candy. Got Toddy. What's up? Hot Toddy. Uh, not today. Today's not today. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in my booth. <laughs> I thought Rig was on sabbatical. Uh, he's oh, back. It's March. It's, it's March. March. Oh, oh, it's yeah. March. New story. Okay. That's exactly right. Have you ever thought of changing your name to Alfonso? <laughs> Not a once. Wow. But thank you. I think it worked. Have you guys met? <laughs> I've t- I don't know about officially. I, I'm a fan. I, I'm you know. pretty, he's a fan. I'm of course. sure Rig Dilby's been on an Alonzo Geraldi okay. podcast. Like, do you think Rig's talking in a vacuum and doesn't know who's there? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Always possible. With the amount of cigarette smoke around him Can at you all times. How much weight Panda has lost? It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uncanny. It's like pig pen over here. Um so uh the song. What about the song? Oh um so she is, uh, is upset about prepared for all she's you. just as upset about the song situation as Blake is and sets up an opportunity for his band heavy metal band to to he- leave the heavy at home and record a nice light version of the song and the uh, money of this is actually going to go to charity she quits her job managing the the band and now she's just doing this she's going to move back uh, to the old americas so there's now two versions of the same song battling it out for christmas, christmas number, number one. one two times in one um and uh, uh meg and blake clear up the multiple misunderstandings that they had uh but she does let him know i am moving back to the states um, the five together version does get the number one slot uh, for anybody at home. Um, but Nina reminds Blake that this isn't a loss because two versions of the same song that he wrote are one and two. So, I mean, come on. What can he do? Um, also reminds him that death wins. <laughs> yes, does. There is a, a, a lightly, lightly uh, clothed metaphor in what she's talking about here. Um, Nina does pass away. We're, we're, we go to the funeral. They sing the song. He sings the song. Blake, who hasn't really sung all movie long, mm-hmm. finally sings the song. And we head back the other way across, across the, the pond, pond yeah. um, where where uh, Meg is and Blake shows up at this uh, open mic, sings a song all about her and they go outside and they kiss and that my friends was uh, a Christmas, Christmas number one we did it we did do it everybody um, yes. let's take a quick break, we'll come back and we'll break this movie down even more here on Take the hallmark. We're back. Mm. Hello, everybody. 
uh, how are we? Doing great. How about yeah, you, man? I'm doing so good, man. Good. I'm just loving life right now. Like these socks here. Thank you. Those are fun. Thank you. I won't go up too high because I do not want to show leg. I made a promise, and a promise is a promise, and the facts effect. That's right. Uh, but they are very nice. Yeah, look at that. Thank you. Um, let's do this. Let's break down a Christmas number one, a movie that made its way over. Across the pond. Onto the Tubi for us to review right now. In March of 2023. Uh, Alonzo, what did you think of A Christmas Number One? Wow. Uh, there's a lot happening here. Like, this is a movie that is nearly two hours and still feels kind of rushed in a yeah. lot of ways. Like, the central love story, which is generally the big focal point of these movies, is almost an afterthought because between all the music industry, stru- industry stuff, and the dying cancer girl, like they barely can wedge it in, like to the point where when they kind of get together at the end, they have to give you a montage of every single moment they spent <laughs> together to remind you that they yeah. were a couple in, in you know, uh, to be all along. Uh, that said, um, I, I love Frida Pinto. She's great. Um I thought there's a there's a lot to enjoy here with the way that the music industry is depicted. The music stuff, including the actual songs, I think are pretty good. Um, so you know, I, I I admire the effort. This one it feels like it falls into that nebulous zone between like the kind of Christmas movie we usually talk about on this show and like something that you would see in theaters, and it's not quite either so that's a bit of a problem but uh i for the most part i i enjoyed the effort of of making something that was this all-encompassing and i think there's more good than bad to it uh yeah i i i agree with all of what you said i think uh like tonally we go from five together to nina has cancer like really quickly for me i was like this is going to be a silly fun time with the boys (laughs) and then next thing you know you're in a children's hospital on the cancer wing and that's a lot (laughs) especially when you're used to doing the movies that we're doing uh maybe we should do a little bit more research first but you know what i think it's the lack of research that brings us to movies like these. There's like a pleasant surprise. Like it's very well done. Clearly, uh, qualitatively, really, really well done. Uh, I like the two romantic leads. I thought Nina was fantastic. Uh, so, so much about this movie is really good. And the music is really fun, which uh, Aaron just told me that the uh, song, at least the, 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 are all the songs? Okay, the Christmas the one is Blake. written yeah. by the by Blake. by the lead by the lead wow. in, in, in real life. So, uh, and I thought the songs were good. So overall, really good job. Just always going to be tough for me to hop over the hurdle that is kid dying of cancer in a Christmas movie. That's a tough a tough hurdle to 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 leap over. But I think they handle it as well as you can handle I, that. I think it's a movie that. A Brit- British can like a British movie can get away with, and yeah. for some reason, an American movie can't. Like I remember mm-hmm. when About a Boy came out with Hugh Grant, and it was kind of pitched to American audiences as like a love story, and Hugh Grant is doing his charming British thing, and then the movie has a lot to do with like mental illness and a lot of other things going on, and they they somehow still get laughs out of it and still get feels out of it. I quite like this movie. I, I thought that they handled a lot of the heavier stuff really, really well. Um, yeah, is it a little bit unfortunate that the two leads that are falling in love, most of their plot line is like, 
a triple stack of misunderstandings. Like it's literally three misunderstandings back yeah, to back to back. It's a 10 car pileup. And, and they get shortchanged, <laughs> but the actors are good enough to overcome that. The, the song is great. The kid, Nina, is wonderful. It never gets, in my opinion, schmaltzy, like where you're just like manipulated into, into, into having feelings. So I thought that all of that was handled with the plum and really, really well. And so, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I liked it more than most of what I saw from like Hallmark and Lifetime and whatever last year. But it does fall in this weird category of better than TV movie, not good enough for the big screen. And so that kind of makes it wear a little weird but as a movie if i'm comparing it to the 83 minute joints that we get you know a two three hundred of yeah give me this like this this had some teeth to it it had some real heart and i enjoyed a lot of it so yeah what probably the two one hours felt good it felt like a, it felt hour 52 i feel like maybe we could have backed off on a couple misunderstandings and sure. you could have maybe got that thing in around an hour 40 hour 45 but yeah there's a lot going on here to alonzo's point you got recording the song you got the kid you got the the couple so i, I thought they did it and it, it felt like a grown-up movie it felt like a movie for people yeah. who have heard cuss words before so that was nice as well <laughs> yeah uh let's talk about the feels alonzo well my my first feel was ooh, a movie with debbie mazar i'm so excited yeah. and then and we then, never no. see her again after no. the crash oh, she's on like, the phone she's on the phone once at oh, the true. end yeah yes. okay yeah there's a quick glimpse yeah. but i was like i wanted more debbie mazar yeah. uh you know as ever gotta point out the nina's moms because again the we live in an era where to put this kind of thing into like hallmark movies which they are doing more and more uh there's a there's a section of the fan base that's going to get real angry about it on uh, on Facebook. So I just got to always salute that sort of thing. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the montage of bad Christmas songs. Yeah. Of the auditioners. Yeah. I thought that was that was quite funny. I really like Nina's explanation of what makes a great Christmas song. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't know that I agree with it 100 percent, but I thought she nailed a lot of points that were that were really um, that were really good. And yeah, I like the fact that her cancer diagnosis and and you know everything that happens afterwards is handled in a way that is moving but never like nothing is reaching out of the screen to like pull a nose hair out to make you cry you yeah. know like they trust that the the you like this character the situation has enough weight to it that they don't have to overplay it and they don't and so you know hooray for that yeah um mine are the two instances where uh nina makes the the video the vlogs about like the list so the list of what makes a good christmas song and then her like rules for life i thought both Mm. of those and the way that they package it together they have like fun animations and stuff like that that i don't know it was really unique and cool and well done and it felt like uh, something authentic to what a teenage girl would make if she's trying to like vlog it. So it felt good, it felt right, and it was it was sweet and charming. Yeah. So there's a lot of moments in this movie that work. There's some funny stuff like when somebody storms out, somebody hits a really low note on a piano, and you think it's the soundtrack, and you pan over, and the guy's like, "This piano sounds great." <laughs> like stuff like that. That's really really funny. Um, the song at the funeral, they nail that. But I. I feel like this segment, I, I des- like it deserves for people who are listening that have not seen this movie to hear, to warn them, but also to applaud what this movie actually tries to tackle, which is they show you the progressive sickening of a child and the child passing away during Christmas time. 
Yeah. And and so that is that's heavy, heavy stuff. And the thing about Christmas is, is that a lot of people have lost loved ones around Christmas. And it's a tough time for a lot of people. And on Hallmark, we typically see that in the form of grandma already died or right. you know, or something like that. The or the first Christmas after that's right. Yeah. To see that with a child and to see that happening in real time and for it to still give you Christmas feels, warm fuzzies, I think that that deserves a tip of the cap because I honestly was very, very impressed. I couldn't believe it. I, as soon as we found out that she was terminally ill, you're like, oh, they're going to do this. They're gonna, the, ne- the rest of this movie is going to be the next 90 days, and then sh- she's not going to make it, and you're going to watch it as a Christmas movie. That is, that is a, a really high degree of difficulty. And so I do want to acknowledge that it's a high degree of difficulty that they handle really well, and that was a very authentic feels for me. Yeah, a lot of movies will give you like dying mommy at Christmas time. That's Correct. become kind of a trope almost. Yep. You know, Sir, I want to buy these shoes. Hey, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Stepmom, Family Stone, yes. Christmas shoes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, to, to, for a kid, that's like far more challenging and, and they really do make it work. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the wait, what, and the to be. To be continued. Yeah, sure. Uh, here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Deck the Homework. We're talking about a Christmas number one, mm-hmm. Mamba number five. Mambo number five. Um, <laughs> let's get to the wait what's. We're talking about one of the three minutes. Go wait what, Alonzo? Any for you? Uh, yeah, so the very beginning of the film, the first thing we hear is a radio DJ talking about the pop star that has just broken up with Meg and is provides the reason why she wants to go back to London. And in introducing this guy, he uses the word America like twice. <laughs> and it's like, that's how you can tell this is a British film. Yep. Because a New Yorker is not going to keep saying no. America to remind you where no. you are. It reminded me of the Apple where they keep talking about the <laughs> West Coast and stuff. You know? It's like, yes, we get it, movie. We see yeah. the New York skyline. We know what country we're in. Thank you. Um, so, scurve. <laughs> uh, First of all, do they have a dress code? Because <laughs> that was it one of seems mine. like it seems like the other three members are committed to this sort of like grindcore metal, whatever it is they're calling themselves, even though it is not remotely close to that. And you'd have to bring Dave White in here to really parse the genres for you. <laughs> but like they're all they're all like meddled up, and he is, you know, this adorable, fuzzy, bearded dude wearing like a shirt, a button-down shirt. And I'm like did you get the memo about your own band? Like you don't seem well, to be bringing the right spirit. I, I honestly thought he was in a different band when they're walking <laughs> by and he's standing there. And then I see him on stage and I'm like, what if they think the most metal thing in the world is to all dress together, except the bass player dresses like a librarian and they, and they, and that is what metal is. Like, that's like how we're more hardcore than anyone else. Because it was weird that he never tried to like put on any like eyeliner or all no. black or like spikes Not one or cuff nothing nothing. <laughs> nothing he didn't even try it was wild you didn't get that at all hey uh, yeah <laughs> he's doing his own thing the one man. of us that's been in a band is like nah whatever yeah, no big deal. You know, I, he did seem reluctant to be on stage yes. with him yes which is interesting because yeah. he's, you know, yeah. this interesting the, the choice since, since he's supposed to be so committed to this yeah. genre and not wanting to do with the, the sappy Christmas stuff. Uh, the aforementioned, like, just, you know, ziggurat of misunderstanding. Oh. Like, 
come on movie nice <laughs> you use know? Of ziggurat there. uh let's let's have a conversation included this up uh and then i was kind of surprised that even though meg and blake have their misunderstanding breakup uh she doesn't come back for nina's funeral yeah yeah i like, couldn't believe that that, that seems strange. That was like that. Somebody's got some explaining to do. That is yeah. that's bold, right, Lucy? There. Lu- Lucy, even probably. Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, I've got a few. Uh, one, I gotta be honest. If you have, if you know somebody who is moving to a new uh, town or a new continent, even. <laughs> Maybe I, 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 I got to be honest, there's not a worse thing that you could do for that person than on their first night there, taking them to a battle of the <laughs> band. <laughs> Guys, I've done some battle of the bands. There, it does no. A good one doesn't exist. That's right. And I, that's just, you're Dicey not on the best night. <laughs> you're, not being, you're not being a good friend. That's no. just, that is cruel and unusual punishment. Welcome. Welcome the, to the British. The day, do they take you like to the DMV? <laughs> <laughs> what if we go to the DMV and tonight battle of the bands? I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's just awful. Um, let's talk about this weird uh, recording studio that they're there. <laughs> so the people that are bringing their Christmas songs that they want to show off are like down in a bunker somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and the record label guy and Meg are way up here. What? What was that? I've never seen anything like I've it. never seen anything like that before. The, the label exec wants to look down on people. Uh, apparently. Yeah. That was wild. I mean, clearly, it seemed like that's what it actually like was, like as a... I, I, yeah. So I want to know, actually, I guess that's maybe a, a 2B, whatever, anything. <laughs> um, Blake, you got to stop lying, because throughout this movie... <laughs> You say that you don't sing. You tell the guy in your band yeah, that he's a, he's better, a better singer, singer than him. And it's just uh, oh. false. It's just false. Blake, believe in yourself. You got the best voice out of the bunch, buddy. Come on. That's the only time I felt manipulated all yeah. movie was when that guy keeps <laughs> saying that the other people are better singers. Right. And then you hear him sing and you're like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Um, and last but not least, uh, the band's uh, is, is scurvy. Scur- scurve. 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 Okay, scurve. Not scurvy. <laughs> anyway. Not scurvy. Scurve. Maybe it's S-curve, like one of them has scoliosis or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out um you can't put this christmas song out under your name <laughs> that because no. this is a classic rope dope where you hear a song on the radio and you're like oh i can't wait to listen to their album what else and the rest done? of their album is completely different <laughs> yeah. they made like one radio friendly song this is a perfect example dude if you, you go, go on up- and you're like is there everything else like uh early sugar ray is it a lot like fly no, no. Fly, sure is it. Fly is a bonus track on Sugar Way Ray with a bunch of rap metal songs it, on it. It's awful. They're terrible. This is a, that is the it's the exact scenario yes. here. It's the exact it, scenario. In the seventies, there was a group called the Climax Blues Band. I don't think they should have. No. One one of them like wrote this really goopy love song called "I Love You" that became a giant hit, and everybody else in the band hated it and refused to perform it live. It got very like complicated. <laughs> wow! But like that's their biggest hit, and you've heard this song. Believe me, it's one of those seventies soft rock songs you've never been able to escape. You know? Wow! Uh, and, and yeah, but it's the complete antithesis of everything else they. 
ever recorded. But there's this song makes it to number two on the charts, and they can't play that at a no, show, no. right? No. They got to change their whole style. You should have just done it as yeah. a different group. Different like you made group. a mistake. This, yeah. this is a this is a mistake. Dan, how old uh, are we to believe Nina is? Like 10, 11, 12? Yeah, 12 yeah. ish, I was thinking. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get... Um, like I get wanting to treat that situation well, and I get an uncle who's out of tune with everything but loves his niece, and I also get him agreeing to write her a Christmas song, but playing a song for your terminally ill 12-year-old called God Killer is a move that I don't believe our lead would do. I, I, for a, I can't believe he would write a song called God Killer for his niece. Go ahead. Okay, but I think the idea is like he's furious at the fact that his beloved young Correct. niece is dying of cancer. And so I think that's he's putting out all of his rage, thinking that maybe she's angry at but the But that's the as song well. you write for you. That's not the one you write for the terminally ill niece, right? Fair. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. But I but I would believe yeah. he would write it though. Um the only like I have they uh, they clearly only had the budget for one bar set because every time they go to the bar, it is the bar. It is the only one that's always there. Battle of the bands after after a concert, after recording, Everybody one bar knows your name. One bar, one sound. You pick your that's, pub, and that's your pub. You pick man. your pub. That's what you do. The only wait, what of the movie plot wise is, is that um, uh, Frida Pinto's character and the the head executive, uh, his last name is Cocksmith. These two, uh, they, they they both meet in a TVMA, room. Baby. They, they they both meet in a room, and they're like, "Man, I can't wait to hear this song." And the other one's like, "Well, you've already heard it," and they're like you sent me an email and the other one's like, no, you sent me an email. And then it turns out that the, the band members of five together who can't probably spell together. They're all so <laughs> stupid. Somehow they hacked both of those email accounts and sent an email to the other one saying they had a great song. What? No. Well, how did that happen? Maybe the intern helped them. The intern must have, got, yeah, been on their side somehow. That was a wait what I could not get past. That's that's all we got. Fair. Yeah. It's time for to be continued. The part of show to be wonder. determined. Sorry. I heard from Brian in the other okay. room. To to be determined. Well, it would pick your poison. I don't care. Uh, we, basically, we just want to know what's going on. Uh, Alonzo, what are you still wondering about? Okay, so Blake, the whole movie is about like, no, man, I'm all about my grindcore. I'm not here for this, like, you know, hearts and flowers nonsense. I don't want to do this Christmas song. I'm here to shred. Can and, somebody uh, get that clip? Like, just after he says, Blake, I want, because I'm lot. like, I'm all about my grindcore. I'm not here for these hearts. Just let me, just let me shred. Can we, Guys, can we please, in a vacuum, get that clip? Because here's the thing literally play it everywhere. I've been trying to convince people that I've been trying to convince people that this is what Alonzo actually talks like when the cameras are on. So the fact that we finally got it recorded is just just really I just want to shred, man. Man, I can't wait. Somebody, we got people out there. Click, clip it. You got it. I've blown my cover. Uh, Anyway, but but the fact that by the end of the movie, he is clearly willing to become the next John Mayer because he has a whole new goopy love song to sing at Meg. And the song is fine, yeah. but it's just like, eh, what about before when you were like, you know, uh, wanting to, you know, set the amps on fire? I, I don't know. But yeah, so I'm, I, I would like to know a little more about that musical evolution. Yeah. Uh, I would like to know if both of 
the versions of the Christmas song, uh, does it have legs for multiple Christmases or does one of them ultimately, does the five together one ultimately uh, take over as the one that gets played? Because the other one made it to number two. It's not nothing. So yeah. is it one of those things next Christmas? Are they playing both versions of those well, in rotation? Yeah. And I, I was the guy in the movie watching it with Bran and I, you know, if it wasn't for Nina's heartfelt speech, I would have really hammered this wait what home. Like, there is no losing there. <laughs> like, they're trying to build up fake tension with, like, is it going to be number one? It's the same song, guys. If you're one or two, he wrote both of them. The notoriety is there. The money, okay, maybe a little bit different, but the notoriety is there. I can't imagine the scurve version being the one that, that because it's from a band that's just heavy metal all the time. Right, but that no one's heard of though. They're still playing Battle of the Bands. It's not like yeah, anybody has true. any background with them. And you know, like boy bands go very hard out of fashion. So it could well be that radio would be embarrassed to play the five together version next year, but they will play the Scurve version. Interestingly enough, this is actually a thing that happened recently. I don't know if you guys pay attention to the Christmas number one in the UK at all, but there's this guy who does these songs that are like, he'll take a a pop song and make it about sausage rolls. And then that will become the Christmas number one because it's this whole charity thing. And so in the last year or two, there was this Elton John, Ed Sheeran collaboration. I know about that one. Yeah. Yeah. They did their song, but then they also collaborated with the sausage roll guy to do the sausage roll version of that song. Wow. And I think they were number one and number two that Christmas. That's great. I had no idea. Don't you wish that uh, <laughs> in, a, in a United States, we did a big push for Christmas number one every year. That's all you care about. If, if there was people actually trying to make uh, like one good Christmas, it's like Eurovision, man. Like, it's freaking Eurovision's awesome. Why? Why are we, we miss not, all the good stuff? I don't know why we we're out of that. Why? Why are we acting like we're not? We got. We're missing out on a lot of solid stuff. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. There's so Sausage much pop culture rolls. that we're being deprived of over here. I do know that there is kind of a, because Billboard now has a Christmas chart, right. there is kind of a fight every year, but it's sort of like Mariah versus Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, it's the same songs about, year. you know, yeah. what? yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it is always the same old, same old. So why aren't we doing a charity thing? We should be. We should write a Christmas song. Guys, are we doing it this year? Let's do it. Let's do it. Is is it Christmas yet? Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, bring it. Yeah, or when's, when's right. it going to be Some, Christmas? Sorry, just I someone write it down. Christmas when's again? it going to be Christmas? That's yeah, you. That's look, right. you right you there. call the song that right it there, sells everybody. the book. You see that? Yep. Great. That's B- good. The, the B side is "I'll Be Home for Christmas" movies. Oh come on! <laughs> uh, it writes itself. I uh, I had one more. It was real quick. At TV at the end, there's a there's a news uh, like TV program shown. At the bottom, there's a scroll, and it says that the Gatto family Italian restaurant chain sells for one point two billion dollars. Wow, that's what it says. So that is an Italian restaurant right there. Oh, one point two billion dollars. Olive Garden sell at Gatto, your family. Uh, yeah, <laughs> when you, no kidding. That's run by the mob. One point wow. two bill. Fantastic. Holy cow. Good, good for them. Yeah, they did it. Good for hey, them. No wandering right. at all. No. If somebody wants to buy deck the homework for one point two bill. We'll have to. 
talk. Give us a shout. Yeah. Uh, we Operators did everything. are standing by. Yes. Um, another one in the books. Next week, we're going to be going to um, a Discovery Plus original movie um, called A Gingerbread Christmas. Ooh, okay. I bet there's some sort of gingerbread competition. I don't know. And um, some kind of Discovery Plus uh, uh, spokes celebrity. I believe there uh, is a Food up. Network oh, uh, uh, tie-in there, I believe. Um, can't wait for that. And until then, maybe we the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.